Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not contain or replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello, Australia. Welcome to My Millennial Money. I'm Glenn James. That is... John Pigeon. And today, we're doing a chat about small business with a partner. It's also a family member. Could it be any more crazy? I'm not sure. Rough. Welcome, Chris Gleeson, Ben Gleeson, Glee Coffee Roasters. Thanks for coming on today. Welcome, lads. Thanks for having us, fellas. Good to be here. (laughs) Now, we're going to have a bit of a deep dive under the hood of... Uh, their business that they've built over many years, how they work with each other, how they work with staff, how they work with employing family members. Oh, yeah. So, I'm excited for this episode. But before we get into it, I want to highlight the Walking on Sunshine, what you call it, a roast? Yeah, blend. it's a blend. A blend, sorry, yeah. a blend. It took out the Golden Bean Award, 2019, the world's largest coffee roasting competition. Possibly holding the best roast in the world. In the world. The best blend in the world. Yeah. You, you kind of are. It's unbelievable, boys. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is wild. So, quickly, Ben, yeah. tell us a little bit about this blend, how it came about. Yep. And, you know, this is not a infomercial. It feels like one, <laughs> but they haven't paid to come on. It's not a sponsored episode. I'm generally excited about this. Mm. And tell us about this. Yeah. Well, well, the feedback on it has been amazing. Uh, how we came up with it, basically, basically that is a combination of two of my favourite coffees. And I was working with our head roaster, uh, getting ready for competition, and we were sort of coming up with a few. You know, you sit in a room and you and you play around with all different flavours with uh, coffees. And I, and I sat across the table and I said to him, um, I said, "What if we combined this one and this one?" I think I said no. I don't know. But if that, then, I was yeah. like, no. And then you're yeah. like. No, okay. no, no. This is going to work. We're doing it then. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> 100%. It, it's kind of like the old Paso um, ad where they go, oh, what if you, you know, have Might a flat taco yeah. or whatever? We go, like, what if we just combined these two? They're going to work. They're both incredible. Like, mm-hmm. well, It's interesting. What if they have a baby, you know? Um, and that's what we did. We put them together and when we tasted it, we just like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, we've we found something from when we first tasted i knew we we had something special and i guess the testing uh when they're judging the uh the awards and there could be like two thousand or more roasters that enter these awards around the world it's a blind taste yeah so they don't know who the roaster is Mm -hmm. so there's beans in a pot or whatever your lingo is they're calibrated as well and they do it more than once Yes. Yes. Yeah. So any any scores uh, in a golden bean competition that score over, uh, say a thirty four, they're on a scale of um, one to forty. Your your coffees, anything that scores over a thirty four, will get re um, put back into uh, the judging room. So mm. normally there's about two hundred people judging a competition at any given time. Uh, that will go in again to see whether 
it actually was a one-off, you know, or whether it stands. And if it if a false positive, if you yeah, will, exactly yeah. right. And yeah. if there is a discrepancy, then it will go to a head judging uh, table once again, still blind. But what do you, you know, what do you score this right. uh, as a head judge? How many competitors do you reckon? The uh, Southern Hemisphere was close to 2,000 and uh, over in the North America, so like the, you know, your Northern Hemisphere, I think there was 1,500. So, yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah, about 4,000 races. So, and I guess the unique thing about this uh, blend, Ben, is it was traditionally made as an espresso-based blend, yeah. mm-hmm. but it also won the bronze in filter. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and it won uh, gold in milk. So really? it scored a thirty. So so this coffee scored a thirty-eight, which is no no other coffee's done that mm-hmm. uh, in the history of the competition. Wow! But the cool thing about that is it actually scored a thirty-eight in two categories. Yeah. Wow. So because uh, you know, you've got the opportunity are, to submit like yeah. a different coffee for mm. each category. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So that one. So. It's the highest scoring uh, coffee in the history of the comp, which is, I think, going on 15 years. Uh, And it's also done it in two categories and the two main categories. So, So given it's such a versatile coffee, I want to give all our listeners the chance to get this before the end of June. Yeah. If if you love coffee, you've got to taste it. If you love coffee, you've got to taste it. And if you're watching on YouTube... At the end of this episode, we're going to film, we'll just maybe get Chris or one of you to mm-hmm. actually show us how you do the perfect filter at home and we'll film that out. We might put that on uh, in the Facebook group by itself. And if you want to jump onto gleecoffee.com.au, use the promo code MMM, you'll get this at over a 25% discount yeah. just for M3 listeners, Yep. promo code MMM until the 30th of June. That's it. So if you are Bargain. listening get on it, after June 2020... You're going to have to use the old code M3, <laughs> yep. and you're only get fifteen percent off mm. everything, Correct. everything, all <laughs> coffee, every coffee. So either way, it's the world's best. Yes, yeah. Check out mm. gleecoffee.com.au and promo code MMM. Now, to the crux of it, mm. what is the absolute advantage of being in partnership? Yeah, and what's the absolute advantage being in family partnership? And then what's the disadvantages and struggles. All right. You go with the advantages. Okay. <laughs> advantage, oh, oh, advantage, <laughs> advantage Federer. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, you know, the, the advantages for us is that it's family. So, uh, you know, we have a vested interest in each other uh, to do well. And and so you've got each other's back. Uh, at the end of the day, the, you know, if you need something to get done, uh, your family's not going to leave you high and dry. At least ours isn't. So, yeah. uh, so that's been an advantage yeah. for us. Is that is, you know, you can really dig in. You can ask your family to do some things probably for you that other staff um, are not going to do. You know, you ask them to go the extra mile. So Chris and I have had to do that over the years for each other for numerous reasons. Yeah. Um, so advantages definitely is that is is you know you can you can rely on your family. Uh, when you need to. Mm. Challenges? Yeah. I've got one advantage as well. The advantage would be is I've seen is that, you know, life throws curveballs at you, you know, in all different ways. And as a business owner, a lot of the time you find yourself on your own. Mm. And so to know that your business partner is um, more than that has been there for each of us in different seasons. You know, when Ben's been through a tough season, uh, when I've had meltdowns or whatever, like actually – uh, there's always been the responsibility of the business, but to know that that's shared with someone that you trust 
yeah. uh, that has been priceless for us. And what with 10, 11 years later, yeah. um, we're still enjoying yeah. business together. Yeah, and we still talk to each other. Yeah, we still talk yeah, to yeah, each yeah, other. And it, it's interesting as well because um, Ben went through cancer. Yeah. And, you know, the business went on because family stepped in. Oh, absolutely. And got it. Mm, and then yep. in recent uh, years with Chris's daughter had some major heart surgery. Yep. And, yep. you know, Chris and Beth were MIA for a good couple of months. Like yep. literally who yep. cares about the business? Yep. We've got a life or death oh, situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, business went on. So, yes. 100%. What, what I also, not knowing you extremely well and just meeting you today, Chris, for the first time, I, I look at you and think, these guys are actually best mates. Mm. I, I don't necessarily see brothers there. Well, like obviously yeah. you are, but I think you're very close in 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 your relationship. Would you agree? Yeah, and, and that's probably one of the challenges. Yeah, has been is Ben and I have had shared interests since as early as I can remember. Yeah, so we've always shared interests around sports. Yeah, um, similar personalities in some ways, but with some stark differences. <laughs> and so, like I was into basketball, Ben got into basketball. Like, yeah. and he's my big brother, and like there's that. Um, you know, I've always aspired to, you know, be like your older sibling. Hello. And so yeah. we end up kind of doing the, um, a lot of similar things. Yeah. Sometimes with a different twist, you yeah, know, like absolutely. I was, you know, maybe I was better at defense and Ben was better at offense, <laughs> you know, like who knows, but well, we find overall, overall, that's, a great, that's a great story. <laughs> yeah. but no. we, we end up in, we end up in, um, Ben's always had a great jump shot. Yeah. And so but we, we end up in all of the, in our, um, we end up in all these different fields at the same time. You know, we've yeah. also grown up in church We've yeah. also been close together in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And then at times it hasn't felt like best mates. Mm-hmm. That's probably mm-hmm. one of the challenges. Yeah. And if I yeah. could probably jump in, I can probably speak um, as an example. Um, like for me personally, there's maybe only a few people in the world know if I'm going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. Like, because I can mask things pretty well, but yeah. Chris will know in an instance me. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's weird. Um, <laughs> but I guess. With the business, mm. because I don't have a life and I always come up there and hang out and drink coffee, <laughs> knowing the different personalities, so we've all got our things and yeah. we know, Chris, sometimes you can have a short fuse. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> this is crap. Okay. So, <laughs> and just as an example, Ben, you know mm. intimate parts of Chris that if- you're both having a bad week and you're not happy, yeah. you know what buttons to push oh, yeah. and you actually don't care if the fuse goes off yeah. because whatever, it'll get done and I don't care if I piss him off. Yeah. So, how do you manage that? But also, how do you manage that when there's people that you employ in the same building that aren't family? Sure. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, well, the, this might sound um, a little cheesy, but but there's always an underpin relationship and respect so mm. even though so a lot of the time if 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 i do know chris is going through a tough time and it's only happened like i tell people like chris and i have barneys but it's pretty rare like yeah. we might have one a yeah. year right so that's yeah. 10 uh in the in the time <laughs> that we've been in business together but when we do we have some we have some good honest talks yeah. uh but you know under under all of that we care about each other yeah and and so um i think that's that's really helped you know so the times that you know that that i've had to have a, some serious chats with Chris O has always been, you know, I care about you. Yeah. And I, and, and normally we're wanting to know what's going, like what's causing yeah. the yeah. reason, not so much, oh, you're doing this. It's like, what's happening? Like, 
you know, if you've got a short fuse at the moment, like, are you okay? And, yeah. and what can we do to help, you know, help you with that? Yeah, it's interesting. Like, and we were talking off air about Michael Jordan and the Last Dance doco. Like, yeah, yeah. and and his um, oh, love that his oh, um, so his teammates were like, wow, he's hard on us. He's he's um, sets such a high standard, mm. but we know underneath that it's for the best results for the team. And if he yeah. didn't do that, we wouldn't have reached these heights. Uh, very similar to what you're saying, Ben, is that like, well, okay, we know our best interests are there. Yeah. And whether you're annoying me or not, it's we've got the same vision for this business. And, and we've had conversations like that, haven't we? So Huge we go, ones. at the end of the day, we want what's mm. best. Uh, what's best is sometimes up for debate and up for question. Mm. Has it ever been this is actually best commercially? Mm-hmm. I don't actually care if your feelings are hurt sure. because yeah. you'll get over it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And and I guess that's sometimes Which you might not do that if it's not family. Yeah. True. I mean, no, I think at times that would be more a, commer- a commercial strategy Yeah, is to um, insult. It's it's difficult to insult your family's feelings because <laughs> yeah. there's a second result. There's a, you know, we go business sucks, right? And you know what it's like coming back from a bad day at work. Yeah. Mm. Normally it leads to not a great – home environment mm. yeah. and so when it's big business decisions and you go I'm going to hurt your feelings and by the way we've got old mate's birthday tonight and we'll see you there see you there yeah you can't just flick a switch with family and be mm. like what you said to me at work didn't hurt yeah yeah. that's so it, it you do kind of I think you actually do weigh your words and weigh your um, choices more you kind of feel like at times you are walking on eggshells because family is strong but it also has a fragility about it as well and so mm. trying to way that is not easy i mean like we actually employed um one of our um, brothers as well yeah let's so let's talk about him i mean that situation (laughs) (laughs) but no i remember one story it was like this like where i had a barney with nick nick's our um our brother and nick was actually there in one of the most crucial seasons when ben wasn't well nick actually volunteered Mm. um in his own time like to actually roast Roast coffee coffee learn how to roast coffee and roast coffee while ben wasn't well and i was busy running everything else in our company I was like, oh, what the heck is going on? I mean, he ended up sticking with us for, what, seven years? Seven years. Yeah, wow. So, pretty amazing. But Mm. being three brothers in the same room (laughs) and when you're talking about production, (laughs) you're talking about creativity, like this is how I do it, this is what I I taste, Mm. Uh, this is – and I'm talking about deadlines, this is when I need this done by and this is the time frame. It's a recipe for an explosion. It's a very different dynamic when it's like, you know, we're business partners but with Nico, like he's an employee. You know, but he's still family. Yeah. So it's like, and he's valuable. Yeah, like, you know? you're, like we're your boss. Yeah. So we've got to tell you what to do sometimes. So yeah. How do you, it's it's a funny dynamic. And with personalities, I don't think I would be, you know, talking out of school. So, for example, if you did have a brother who was a roaster yeah, and there was an issue at work or an issue at home, that brother is going to tell you that second if he doesn't like something or if he's got a problem. Oh, yeah. So sometimes, sometimes. How do you manage that with, and because I guess I want to before you answer that, the reason we're doing this episode is if you do have a business idea, I'm probably pretty agnostic on the whole partnership thing. Mm. I'm probably more keen on it if there's two people, one's good at one thing, one's good at other. They complement. There's agreements and all that. I don't yeah. like just let's do a partnership because we're mates and we want to you know build fences or whatever on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I just want people to learn to understand more before they just fall into something. Well, I I always warn people about partnerships yeah. when yeah. when guys come come to me because they go, "Oh, you've you've done it," 
and we have. And, and what, you've, what you've heard is that Chris and I have gotten on for a long time before that. Mm. Uh, it's family. It's a partnership. And it's still not easy. Mm. You know, so with all of that, it's still not always easy. It's something that we've had to learn to yeah. navigate and get good at. Mm. Uh, you know, so a partnership of two. Okay, that's got a chance. A lot of the time I see partnerships with more than two, yeah. that, that becomes really volatile. That can, can become very toxic. So, back to having family members employed when there's an issue in the business mm. and and it goes the other way. It's like mm. if you've got a staff member that also is your brother yep. and you've got a problem with that staff member, you're going to tell him as the brother, not as the staff member. So, it's it tricky works both sometimes. ways. And sometimes. And so, I mean, like for me, I, I don't get this. I I... I didn't get this right, like um, very often. It's, mm. it's been actually it was a real challenge for Nico and I at times. And, and Nick's older than you as well. I'm the youngest, yeah. And, <laughs> but I'm also in my um, temperament. I'm probably the most um, like structured in terms of this is um, these are the deadlines, these are the timeframes. Yeah. So I work more on the analytical side in our business mm-hmm. and more less on the creative side. But with the coffee roasting thing, we've creative out of product but we need to deliver it in time frames and we also need to run our business to percentages and all these kind of things and trying to navigate that without really for me even like real business education or anything like that is i'm just it's the wild west mm. and you've got <laughs> your and you've got your brother who's actually like your best mate like in there and you're trying to challenge that and to be honest i didn't say things you know you go you'd say that straight away actually probably the time i actually said it was probably the sixth or seventh time i thought it yeah, and, you know, and yeah. And, yeah. and but at the same time, I didn't. That's it was well rehearsed in your head. <laughs> it was well rehearsed in my head, but it wasn't. And it normally wasn't. And it wasn't the fair. best because yeah. it was. Yeah, because it, it, it was a build there. Up. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't fair on Nico all the time as well for me to do that because it was like, um, trust is being honest on the spot. Mm. Yeah, you know what and I mean. We've so, and, and we've had to learn that. And we've had to learn that. I had to learn that the hard way, where I go, I want to tell you this, but I'm not sure how you'll respond, and mm. so I'm going to wait. I feel like this is like an Group American counseling. TV show. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Nico, if you're out there, <laughs> put your hand on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say to Nico if he was watching? <laughs> yeah. Come home, Nico. Nico That's is right. watching. Yeah. So, and you, and you, I was thinking a different thing. It's more like Jerry Springer. He's like, Nick's yeah. actually <laughs> in the other room. We're bringing Nick in. <laughs> Here he comes. Oh, we need Jerry. <laughs> oh, right. so so if you've like if you're listening here saying yeah i've got this business idea i'm just mm. about to launch my business and i want my brother or my sister to come mm. in because i think they bring a a different yeah. um, level of experience to it or a different trait what would you say the maybe the three go-tos that you would pin your hat on in terms of if you're going to work together within a family environment what would you do well, clear is kind yeah. right so know what know where you're headed. Ben and I had this thought um, probably after the first year when it was tough. Yeah. And he said to me, he said, you know, if you want to, I think we was giving the advice to someone else. <laughs> and he said, and I was thought about it for us. He said, if you want to go into partnership with someone, he said, you know, lock yourselves in separate rooms for five hours and write out a business plan and a business vision and model. And if you come back with two different concepts, um, give up on it. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like don't yeah, go you there. Cause shouldn't go into partnership. you probably shouldn't yeah. go into partnership. Yeah. Do your idea. Let them do theirs. And for us, uh, I think family can be forgiving in that space. I think the reason our business has worked um, on a slow burn versus a quick, like we started yeah. 11 years ago and yeah. we won a medal last yeah. year, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, and, you know, and yeah. we're now running a really, you know, running a good operation, a great company, Yeah, but it didn't happen in two years or three years. No. And I actually think that was because we were figuring out 
yeah. um, what's Ben good at and what am I good at? Yeah. If that was clear at the beginning, mm-hmm. we may not have done it and I would have been sad yeah. in hindsight, but we also may have, may have gone into there a bit clearer. Well, well definitely. It's taken time for us mm. to, mm. to so find that. What are your current, I guess, roles in the business yeah. and how has that changed over time? Because um, I guess what I'm hearing is, <laughs> Oh, it's been eleven years or twelve years. Okay, now we actually know what we yeah, and it's what an, track we want to run in, and that's yeah. pretty fair. And when did yeah. you realise that? Uh, only a couple of years back, I yeah. would say. Uh, maybe you know, going back maybe four years. Yeah, uh, we really started to to look at what our we um, our lanes were mm. and what we were, were best at. Because when you start out, and and people in a startup and a hustle would know this, is you got to be good at everything. Yeah. You know, so you're doing a bit of this, a bit of that. So Chris and I were doing a bit of everything, right? Uh, bit of sales, at the beginning. bit of yeah. roasting. Like you're roasting, delivery. I'm roasting. You know, I'm training, you're training. Uh, you're doing the books, I'm doing the books. We're taking money, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, you're taking money? Yeah, from take, the business. Like uh, yeah, well, yeah, that was probably that was probably a long, long time later, right? Yeah. Another thing with your startup, it yeah, takes yeah. time to make some money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have a good garage to live know, in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Have some good friends, and mm. anyway, um, you know, so, so that whole thing definitely, it definitely took time to define, like, you know, what's Chris good at, what's what am I good at, and I think luckily we're actually good at different things that are complementary. And so we've learned to figure that out. Um, so in terms of what's the what are we doing? Um, you know, my lane is the creative vision and direction uh, of the business. Plus, uh, my taste buds. Like I'm a um, he's a super taster. I'm a super taster. You didn't so. want to say it. I know you didn't want to say it. <laughs> I'm saying it for you. This guy can taste a freight train ten right. miles away. Yeah. Really? <laughs> right. Yeah. So <laughs> so you, you don't go and visit Seven Eleven yeah. often for dollar coffee. So so for me being able to do that creative stuff in the business and, and you know I love I love getting my head around marketing and all that kind of thing. That's mm. you know th- those creative sides. The for vision. Vision and, and yeah. just what like the feel. Yeah. You know how does the company feel? Yeah. Is always been something that I've been very passionate about. But what I'm not great at is is analytics which chris is Mm. you know so looking at are we making enough money you know like are we making sure our suppliers are being looked after Mm. and are we making sure our staff are being taken care of because i'm very happy and friendly with them and chris can sometimes come across as a bit of the bad guy um in these scenarios but but if he I wasn't do have a mean customer service <laughs> side i'm good at it i'm good yeah. at customer service <laughs> yeah. you do. if you work for me you're He's, not my customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yours. So, yeah. so he can be a bit grumpy. I can be a bit too, yeah. p- bit too soft. But, <laughs> too but together we kind of make that work. Yeah, so. and you mentioned it before. Like you're coming in from different directions with different strengths. And yeah. I, I think you mentioned lucky. I, I, I don't think it's luck. I think mm. the fact is, if you were both the same, mm. the business model wouldn't be as successful as it, it, what it is today. If there was two of me, um, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same. And it's and probably the same with Chris. That's the same. And I, I think, like for me, it's like I had to change the whole thing. It's like as much as your family, it's really easy to still compare yourself. Mm. It's actually, mm. you know, if you're comparing like photographs of you through time, you're you are you're looking at wrinkles are popping up. You're looking at these things change. You're looking at less hair, all those things. And when it comes to someone that's really similar to you, and you you do have that comparison thing, and maybe that's a younger brother thing more so. But I had to learn that. Um, what I was good at, if it was different to Ben, that didn't make it negative. No. And that's that's just maturity, you know, and, and so that took me a long time. 
And um, there was, I think it was probably more of a learning curve for me than it was for Ben in terms of Ben's known who he is for a long time. Yeah. And I, I, like six years is a big difference when you're, when I'm 22 and Ben's, you know, 28, whatever it was. That's mm. good maths. Like, uh, great maths. And <laughs> so, and so I had a bit of maturing to do in that and be comfortable with my lane. And so, yeah, like for me, like I would find myself always going back to the mathematics of the business and also mm. um, how do we take care of staff? How do we do those kind of things like more like yeah. in a way that we're taking care of too, mm. all those kind of things. I find myself there yeah. and as much as I love the product like mm. and my fa- my thing was uh, for us, how do we turn this into a business model that takes us forward, yeah. takes our families forward. Yep. I'd seen, um, you know, I'd, I'd, my goal for our business is for us to both do really well and at the same time to make a lot of friends along the way and, mm. you know, work with some great cafes and some great people. It's a passion. And, um, so I just want to move to business structure, strategy, where you're at now. Yeah. Um, we'll forget about the, the, your retail store operations because you've got, the, you know, the Glee Coffee as the cafes, uh, multiple locations. But back to the wholesale business of roasting. Yeah. Um, let's first start with day-to-day. Talk to us about the operational side and how you're both now transitioning to more of a high level strategy as opposed to in the trenches every day working in the business, you know. This has been really, this has been huge for us. Yeah. Because uh, when you start up, uh, like we would have a start time, please arrive at work at nine o'clock or eight o'clock, whatever it was together. And I would be there and Ben would be there. And some days I'd be late you know, or those kind of things. And you judge each other on this operational level yeah. and you, yeah. and your con- contribution is almost completely practical. Yes. You know, like, yeah. am I yeah. bagging bums beans, on bums yeah. on seats, those are things, you, uh, yeah. you know, are you, are you pulling your weight? Are you yeah. letting the team down, which is yeah. just us. Yeah. Now that's changed <laughs> and we, you know, it's the classic cliche of you've got to work on your business, not mm-hmm. in it. And so we've now moved to a point where uh, we've had to get the right people that are really good at um, running the day-to-day of our business in there. And so we've got a great guy, Justin Smith, who uh, has worked in our company for probably Uh, nine and a half years. Yeah, he's getting close to long service. In in almost every area. Got time to make him redundant, eh? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) move him on. Um, Time for a new career, Justin. (laughs) Actually, with us, his career is just starting, you know, in terms of the way that he um, owns his job. And so, Mm. uh, look, we we had to also change our perspective of each other and, yeah. and go like, well, you won't see me around the office as much because yeah. if I'm around the office and around the warehouse, guess who's in charge? Mm-hmm. Well, I am, yeah. not Justin. And yeah. if Ben's yeah. around all the time, who's in charge? Ben yeah. is, not Justin. We had yeah. to make space for our staff to actually or grow the into their career. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also then for us to not become manic obsessives about every little detail yeah. and enjoy yeah. life. Because realistically- Chris and Ben do not need to be in the warehouse for coffee to be roasted, bagged, shipped, yeah, and no. done really well. It all Correct. happens. We love being there. Yes, yeah, we love being there. But you don't. But there's times when we're not. Yeah, um, and it all happens, and it happens well, mm. uh, which is great. And it yeah. has to happen because for us, we've seen it in our own life. Life's unpredictable, mm-hmm. and yeah. so something can happen. You can get thrown oh. a curveball. So yeah. did it. Okay, so just on that, so we know that the. Um, the cancer thing for you, Ben, yeah. you had a, it was a big thing for you personally, oh, um, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, and it, at the time would have changed your outlook on things. Yeah. Um, in recent times with 
Rivers heart issues yeah. and, you know, going through that wild time. And at the time of recording, Chris's wife, Beth, is pregnant with twins. So, oh, their wow. life. That's oh, why yeah. I wanted to get Chris Emily here. Pregnant. We had yeah. to do yep. this episode before Chris checked out. Um, <laughs> More loss I'm checking of in. He's checking I'm in. checking yeah. into like something really crazy. So, <laughs> so Chris has had a, a, a life perspective check mm. as well. 100%. So around that time, did that have influence of like, what am I doing day to day in this business? We've got staff, we've got a good team. Mm. We need to then change our strategic thinking almost. Yeah. Well, you know what? It. A lot of people say it's hard to let go. You know, like you got to learn to let go like when you start as a business. Um, I, I don't know if I've ever struggled to let go entirely, uh, but getting the balance right. You know, because you don't want to let go completely. No, it's your baby. It is. Um, and sometimes you can take that approach where you go, you just, you guys just take it, you do it. Um, and that's not necessarily a good thing. So, but I would say we just hold it a lot more loosely now, you yeah. know, and, and where we do, um, where we do focus and we do hold on is the, spa- the space where we need to be. Mm. You know? so, so, without knowing your business model, uh, I think. What I'm hearing is Justin's been there nine years. Yeah. He knows the culture. He knows the systems or you've created a system that works. He was probably chomping at the bit to take the reins and, and say, yeah, boys, 100%. get out of here. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That, and that does happen sometimes and, where and he's like, hey, I've got this. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. We've set up structures that help him, you know. like yeah. I dare say that's it's his first real leadership challenge. Yeah. This is a real big challenge for him because he's running a pretty big ship with a lot of staff and a lot of people that um, all have their opinions as well. So we make ourselves available to him in a coaching yeah. perspective. So he gets like he gets access to Ben or yeah. me at different times of the week on the phone or in a meeting. Yeah. But I think for us, the more involved we were, uh, probably the more chaotic things totally. became. Well, mm. that's the same even with me. Like we've got the other podcast, uh, you to you, you to me, you to us, which is a sexual health podcast that we're, and if you're listening and you like podcasts and you want to learn about sexual health and reproductive health, so we produce that in the background. Now, the problem, the exact same thing, Chris, like it goes out on Monday morning. Yeah. I said, oh, no, I'll take care of this one. And, you know, I still like being involved in the editing. <laughs> Why am I up at 10.30 on a Sunday night yeah. editing up? Like, yeah. It just, if I get involved... I break stuff yeah. because my thing is the vision of all that we're doing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. both of us have learned that we've d- both done our season as operations manager in our company. Yeah. Right. There was a time when I was accountable to Ben yeah. as this is when things need to be delivered by. Then there was a time where Ben gave that position to me. Right. Yeah. right and said, you need to make, you're responsible for everything being delivered, all the products we do delivered. Yeah. And now we've given that to Justin. And so for us, us having, uh, it actually makes us way more intentional to go, what's the time we've got with Justin? Because yeah. we need to let him yeah. run the business, Yeah, right? We can't just hang out and have coffees and lattes and have meetings all day. Yeah, We need to be like, well, this is an hour-long meeting. This is what it's about. These are what we want to do and let's see you next week. Yeah, And I think it's really streamlined. Just not see everything. you next Tuesday. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I think we talk, if we go to the cash flow quadrant by Kiyosaki in the left-hand side, we've got self-employed. The right-hand side, we've got, entrepreneur business yeah. owner you've created a system where you don't necessarily have to be there every day for it to run and it actually runs better when you're not there which is the true model um so we're looking on the business or working on the business not being in it yeah. in the if if you had your time again would you groom a justin 
three years out and say, look, this is what where we're going to take it? Or, or did you do that? Or how, how does that work? Justin's that's, always been a slow burn. Yeah, it's a, and it's that's probably a combination for us of uh, little from column A, little from column B. Mm. You know, so yeah, we have been working uh, with Justin for a long period of time. Would we have done it sooner um, if we could have? Uh, definitely, I think you know it, it's a process. Uh, it's a it's a time thing, and we've actually like Chris and I have been able to have our operate our business with pretty much hands off for a long time now yeah. mm. uh, which which has been really interesting for for people that are in small business yeah. and they go well, where can I find you you know yeah. like where do you normally work we used to get that question a lot like yeah. are you in the cafes you know that like which cafe do you at because whenever I'm, I'm there you're not there I'm like yeah. I don't work in the cafes and and you might find me over at head office yeah. but I'm not there doing an, a physical job and I think you know, well, like, it's like a the mystical job. unicorn. Yeah, it, I, I reckon it's it's funny. I was just thinking, like, as you know, we're all here self-employed. For me, it's actually been more of an issue to let go of the habit mm. of I've got a habit of rocking up and doing X. Yeah. Because if I do X, that means I'm doing Y. Mm. Yeah. And I've got mm. to go. I've got to get out of that habit. Mm. And you feel like you should. Yes. You know, and as a business guilt. owner, you're yeah. like, yeah. I should be here more often. Yeah. Well. I challenge that, you yeah. know, like yeah, totally. Like, do you need yeah. to be, or there, or are there well, COVID, more important places that you? Yeah. Have? Okay, COVID's really COVID, challenged me. In COVID's this. been a big reset mm. button for so many yeah. businesses. Yeah. So, totally. I guess COVID. What have you learned as a business? Well, that for, you can keep coming well, out. For of me, it? I had to isolate for certain reasons. This is like, yeah. well, this is probably the tenth time I've been out since COVID. Yeah, right. Like we've barely seen each other on, barely on a screen. It was yeah. funny. We yeah. had a meeting the other day, and Ben was like, "Hey, it's good to see you." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's been like eight weeks." <laughs> and I had to isolate for different reasons with our, our daughter with um, congenital heart disease, and mm. uh, also then with twins on the way. Mm. There was some really tight restrictions sure. about I want to be able to hold my twins, right? Yeah, I don't want to be like, sorry. Um, so. I was isolating and that's been – but also to see the business run mm. like without my regular scheduled appointments that I rock up and this happens, Yeah, that's that I think has really changed our perspective. And for me, it's a um, something that we like to carry into our business. We've always said coffee and people yeah. as, is what is what our company is. You could sum us up is we – if we like anything more than coffee, it's people. Yeah. And we've tried to do that. The way we staff people, we've got a propensity to – uh, be be friendly, even though sometimes I've got a short fuse. Oh, you're still very friendly. We're we're a friendly a, family. He's a fella. And friendly so, fuse. Yeah. <laughs> rather than just having transactional um, situations where I rock up and and do the books, mm-hmm. I rock up and pay the bills, and mm. I check my eye over the warehouse. Is there something I should speak to Justin about? Rather than doing that, I can actually go. Well, let's have a meeting about those things quite efficiently, streamline that, and then actually I can spend an hour on the phone with Justin over the week, seeing how he's going. Yeah. Right. And the same for our customers. Like we don't want it to just be, you order the coffee, you get the coffee. Right. And so looking at things like how do we freight the coffee to people? How do we do things in a, some things efficiently yeah. so that then Justin or one of our cool staff can actually go sit down with one of our customers, ha- shout yeah. at lunch, buy, you know, go to the relationship side of things. Yeah. A, a question on that. So you've, you used to have one of your team members deliver coffee, you know, within yeah. an hour, I guess, distance from where the roaster is. Yeah. yeah. And COVID hit and now you're shipping all your coffee even 10 minutes down the road, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Will 
You go back to shipping uh, as in delivery. It's going to change. Yeah. Like the, the way that we do things is going to change. Yeah. Um, and that's probably all I can tell you at the moment. Yeah. What I would say is, is that we're going to spend more time focusing on our on the quality of relationship with yes. our customer. Sure. Yeah. Right. If- so okay. So you're not you're not okay. So if I'm hearing you right, you're not saying we send a staff member to drop off the coffee. They have a superficial chat. Yeah. And then leave. So the relationship isn't with the delivery person that works at the yeah. coffee. So you'll be somehow more intentional. Yeah. Yes. With your customers. With our relationships. Yes and yes. We will always jump in. Like, look, you use a third party and um, inevitably something will go wrong. Yeah. Mm. Right. And so for us, still with that hour hour drive from our warehouse, remember one time the delivery company made a mistake. They can remain nameless. Mm. And that was to the customer in Armadale. Mm. Right. And it was wild. It was Friday afternoon. And you can't zip in an eight-hour drive and no, drop something no. no, I did. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> well, well, for us, yeah. it's like, hey, he has to, in Armadale now, source coffee from elsewhere because he yeah. is out. Mm. Like, he is yeah. out, out, yeah. right? It should have been delivered on Thursday. It wasn't. Yeah. Friday afternoon, I just threw uh, Beth and I think uh, River at that point right. in the car. And we out we go to Armadale. Yeah. So we're always the final result you yeah. know, in our business. And I think that's what we're looking at is to go, well, why don't we trust the third parties a bit more knowing that yeah. we've got mm. the, the back, uh, back end and the backup and yep. the team to be able to go, if there's ever a problem, we're, pulling we're, there. Yeah, we're, cool. we're going to take we, care of it. Which is you. a great attitude to have because mm. a lot of businesses wouldn't go that extra mile. But we're not talking mm. a 500-gram bag either it's a customer that's running a cafe oh, is it absolutely. yeah it's like 40 kilos of coffee a week which yeah. is their core business yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> and, you know and, what? Yeah. and we take that seriously yeah you know like we 100 percent. And, and we do have you know there's recommendations that we put in place to make sure that people never run out of coffee that are our customers you know like there's some sensible ways you can do that um but at the end of the day they're only uh it, that's only advice it's not the rules mm. some customers do run out and when that happens, then we, you know, like our job is to make sure they get that coffee yeah. and they're looked after and they feel like uh, they can trust us and they can rely on us yeah. even in an emergency. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Even like you asked the question about COVID, I think in this downtime, what I've experienced is we're questioning a lot more things now. Like mm. we, we were drinking coffee here and now we might, drink coffee elsewhere because we've got more time or they were they weren't open for various reasons yeah. so we're maybe questioning all the things that we're doing so to have that customer service and that i suppose goodwill that i've driven to armadale for this customer means that maybe i've got them for the next 10 years if i continue to service well yeah well uh, you know our um drop-off rate in terms of our wholesale customers. Like retention. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very we have a very minimal backdoor fallout, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, and that is and that does have to do with the business model that we had with yeah. people delivering and showing up every week. So we've had to take that into consideration uh, with COVID and moving forward, how do we still do that without maybe having to uh, rely on that weekly um, touch point. Yeah. yeah. And we made it a point as we were startup businesses ourselves. I remember the week that we were in partnership with another company to start off with and and didn't work out at that season. We're really good friends now. But I remember that season when the first week when we were on our own. Yeah. Like it was actually just Ben and I. Yeah. <laughs> and we had, I think we had 500 bucks left in the bank. And it was like, okay, we've got, 
we've got a we've got a we've got a lot of orders. Mm-hmm. People want our orders, but we've got no coffee left. So we had to source coffee, and someone had to take a punt on us. Yeah. Um, like one of the green bean providers had to take a risk on Ben and I. And since then, um, it paid off well. But since then, we have always had a propensity to work with startups. Yeah. And so for us, we've never been aggressive in our approach of you know. Um, dog eat dog, I want to take this person's, another coffee roaster's business. It actually took us a long time to ever want to approach anyone that was already working with another great coffee roaster. We're like, oh, I don't want to do that. And so- And we're not great at that. We're terrible at that. Like I (laughs) would walk in to do a sales call and try it out because we needed bread on the table. I'd walk in and be like, oh, so you use that coffee roaster. That's- that, they're great. They're great. They're yeah. great. Yeah. I know those guys. They're yeah, yeah, I know them. You encourage them to forget, stay forget, where they are. Exactly. Forget I said anything. If you're happy, I'm happy. If you're happy, I'm happy. So See you later. later. Well, I, I think it's um, – because I had the same thing, you know, in financial planning. Oh, yeah, you get you someone rock in and, oh, we did this through old mate down the road. I'm like, oh, you've done a really good job. I wouldn't touch anything. Yeah. But I think as a business owner, people aren't going to another roaster. Mm. They're leaving you. Yes. Mm. That's right. So how do we keep that? Like I, people weren't going to a financial advisor that wasn't Glenn James if they were yeah, a if client of mine. They left me yes. for whatever reason. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's um, we just didn't click on a relationship level. Yep. If we didn't, I might have dropped the ball and not known it yeah. and offended them. So yeah. I, I think it's important. Like governments don't win elections. The other one loses it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's and, funny. And to the contrary, same way. Like if, if someone's not happy with their, their beans, you've just simply got to ask the question and yes. they'll yeah. tell you, won't they? Yeah, oh, right? absolutely. So you're not actually stealing them. You're just facilitating the, the fact that they're not happy where they currently are. Yes. Yeah. I think providing feedback even just in our personal relationship has been big for our business. Yeah. Because I, I mean, there was a time for us where it was like we wouldn't really feed back. You just kind of read, how's Chris today? Yeah. How's Ben today? You know, maybe they'll be better tomorrow or worse. Who knows? <laughs> but providing feedback. It was even the other day we had a, in COVID, we had a Skype meeting. Yeah. Oh, not Skype. Sorry. What's Skype? Zoom. Um, yeah, we had Zoom, a Zoom yeah. or we had a FaceTime, whatever it was. And I was walking around the block and we're talking operations and what are we doing and this and that. How are we handling the staff in this time? And, and Ben's like, oh, well, I'm going to, um, Ben's got a podcast. Yeah. And, and I'm like, and Ben's like, I'm going to get this person to help me in the podcast. And I'm like, whoa, like, <laughs> hang on. And so we had this funny little chat and I was like, oh, it shocked me, right? Mm. And then I said, oh, really? What's the go with that? And we finished the meeting a bit later and Ben called me up and said, hey, like, what was the go with that? <laughs> like, you just kind of called me out, like, in, in the meeting. And I'm like, oh, sorry, you shocked me. And it was actually to be able to have this feedback yeah. with us, I think that's it, where I said, okay, I, I can, I'm really sorry for jumping you out, but understand the last time we talked about that yeah. was we were on a different page and yeah. now we're on a new page. And, and I guess just on that, have there ever been times in finishing, I'll ask this question then I want to ask about business structures where either of you have pulled the trigger on a decision <laughs> in the business that should have had a bit of consult from the other side? Has there been a decision that uh, we made simultaneously? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Stacks. <laughs> Stacks. Like, have you ever rocked up and there's been a new bit of equipment? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, what, oh. Oh, 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 we're doing that, are we? Yeah. That would be and me. We, I'm, we the, I'm the shopper. Yeah. I'm the shopper. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm the guy that always goes and buys stuff we shouldn't <laughs> buy. <laughs> it's, yeah. Look, we we are better at it. And, and I would say big decisions, we mostly consult each other. Yeah. yeah, we do now. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, and we've had to learn the hard way. Oh, my You gosh. know, like, 
we've and and we own our mistakes like mm, so yeah. and that's one thing that chris and i are always i think actually really good at is is just going no no like that was my call and that was the wrong call mm. you know yeah and i think that maybe comes back to family as well doesn't it you've mm. you've grown up with the same values so yeah. that helps in a business mm. relationship our parents taught us how to apologize yeah, yeah. Right? they if we were having a fight <laughs> someone did something wrong you'd have to apologize yeah and then you would have to hug each other then you'd have to tell each other that you love them. Yeah. Right? That was the – and so I think it was kind of Sinister. ingrained in us that, yeah. hey, make sure you own your mistake and make Move up. On. Kiss mm. and make up. Mm. So – Just without the kissing part. Yeah. Last, <laughs> so everyone's clear. Last kind of question. When the kind of mark one of the company started, it was running through Ben's family trust. Yes. And I guess – Ben was on the hook for everything and Chris was a beneficiary of the trust. Yeah. How is how is it set up at the moment? Well, you would probably be you'd probably you know. That's a leading question, do. what can I say? Um, but you know, the the way that it it got to a point where I think um I think it was you actually mm. that that spoke to us and said, Hey, you you know what, guys? Um he it's, knew it was him, yeah. right, by the way. It was a loaded yeah. gun. Yeah. <laughs> Not my first rodeo, Johnny. <laughs> Plug, 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 plug. That's my second uh, one. Second round. We'd be lost without you. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, yeah. Delta. That's what he lie. wanted to hear. Yeah, he doesn't give a bugger about your new structure. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for coming in. <laughs> and Chris might know more than I do about this, but basically you, you said you need to you need to kind of grow up a little bit mm, yeah. uh, and business maturity-wise. So for, for Chris and I, like you said, neither of us have a business background. We're uh, guys that have just you know, creatives with a bit of vision and a bit of fun um, that have had to learn how to do that. So it's been great to have friends like you and other people that kind of have a bit of input on that side. Mm. So, yeah, we did restructure a couple of years back going from a uh, basically separating all the different entities of our business. Um, Yeah, Yeah, so basically my kind of vibe was everything was running out of Ben's single entity. So we had... We we had a family trust and I was was a... Beneficiary of that and the director of the trust. Right. And then we had to, um, then the company, Ben was the sole director of. Yeah. Okay. So okay. a bit of asset protection. A little yeah. Bit and little things yeah. like, so I guess fast forward now, yeah. both of them have their own family trusts yeah. that owns the roasting entity yeah. and the retail yeah. one. Yes. So mm. it's kind of, if you put it out on a board, everything's separate. Mm. So you can mix, match, yeah. whatever, carve things out. Yeah, which is good. Asset protection throughout 100%. the entities. Yeah. Um, we were pretty exposed for a while there and our accountant and you would also remind us of that regularly. Yeah. Our, I remember every year we'd do our um, report from our financial, our accountant, <laughs> and he'd say, now when are we going to change this? Yeah. And you go, well, what's the problem? Like we're doing all right. We yeah. had a good year. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, no, if someone slips into one of your stores, slips over in one of your stores, yeah. The whole ship goes down. Yeah. Deck right? cards gone. You know, yeah. and so we had to grow up, as Ben said. Yeah. And um <laughs> and it's never fun having to pay someone to do something that seems completely invisible. Mm. Right? Like yeah. nothing. But at the changed. same time it's better that it's <laughs> it's better them doing it than me or you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Right. Totally. <laughs> I don't well, have a red hot go. Yeah. We might leave it there. Ben, you've just started a podcast as well called That Coffee Show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Quick plug. Yeah, so that coffee show is there's just something in it for everybody i think uh anybody that loves coffee have a listen or if you uh, like podcasts and interesting yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. We, we 
the whole idea is that we have fun, you know, we don't yeah. take coffee too seriously, uh, but we take it seriously enough. Mm. Uh, but the whole idea is that we just have fun drinking coffee and, and talking to people that love coffee. Great. Cool. So, it's short and sharp, isn't it? What's the... Yeah. And I mean, you know, any the episodes are anywhere from 15 minutes up to 30 minutes. So, yeah. Really good. Yeah. So, John, um, have you heard of podcasts, John? Uh, just recently. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sounds like you've taken a listen, Chris. I have had, had yeah. a few listens. Yeah. yeah. I do like the podcast on the drive. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Nothing better, really. Yeah. Again, jump onto gleecoffee.com.au, use the promo code MMM, and get this delicious goodness. Yes. Golden Little Bean Award winning Ray of Sunshine um, roast for 25 bucks until the end of June limited time only if you're listening to this podcast in September 2020 too late yeah, you'll, have to use the, you'll have to use the code M3 for 15 we've 15 been seeing the off. M3 codes come through <laughs> yeah. have you? yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. we love My Millennial Money it's in doing that code early on maybe we should have like capped it but I love seeing I love seeing <laughs> no, M3 no community coming through and purchasing our coffee because yeah. we're part of the M3 community as well and yeah. it's a lot of fun and it's actually a really good discount like mm. if you're always getting 15% off your coffee good on you yeah, yeah. well I wish I could you. Yes. yeah love it nah, for sure <laughs> alright Chris and Ben Glee Coffee Roasters bye bye see you see you lads If you're after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. But if you do want a financial advisor or mortgage broker to talk with about your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'll put you in touch with one of our trusted professionals. This podcast supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you want some other giving options, or if you are unsure about which charity you can support, head to the lifeyoucansave.org.au Thanks to Jess Knauss, producer, Nathan Robertson, editor, and me, Asher. Anyway, make sure you're connected via Instagram and our free Facebook group. We also film most of our content now, so check out My Millennial Money on YouTube.